Live from the DGS studios in Hollidaysburg, Pennsylvania, this is The Rut Report with your hosts, PA Rut Brad, PA Rut Mike, and PA Rut Rob. Take it away, boys. All right, all right, all right. Here with uh, PA Rut Reports, <laughs> hunting, fishing, and outdoors, 10th. Podcast. Tenth episode. It's tenth an anniversary episode. What's, is special. That, what's, yeah, what's, anniversary what's the special. what's the what's the scientific term for ten? Is that a centennial? No, well, that's a hundred. That's a hundred. Yeah, that's a hundred. I'm gonna leave Shows you go with knowledge. this one. I'm not sure where you're headed. Centennial. <laughs> centennial. <laughs> um, we uh, have a uh, special guest with us here, hailing from episode five, I think three. Three. He knows. Yeah, he, early. he knows. Episode three. Early. He's saying three. Um, He's been promoting that one. Uh, in, the, in our last in our last episode, <laughs> we said we'd have a custom theme song for every guest that we have on with us. So that uh, that was Brother Roy's. If you remember Brother Roy, he is a, a lumberjack, a forager, a woodsman all around. So Morel Master. Morel Master, yeah. Don't follow his truck. Bad things will happen. Bad things. Bad things. Terrible thing. I want to know about the asparagus. Is he on the asparagus right now? No, it's over, isn't it? It's over. It's It's over. Went to seed, right? Do we want to? Do we? We sat down earlier. We're like, what are we going to talk about? And we didn't really come up with anything to talk about. So, uh, Bradley, yes, PA Rod Brad, why don't you give a uh, overview of what we talked about last week? Uh, Multitude of things. Um, We talked about. Deer, coyotes, mountain lions. Uh, oh no, that was episode before. Sorry, I was just—I was going to say, what are you track. talking I about? Track. Like, I, I wasn't track. here last week, but I'm remembering. I don't, I don't even think—I don't even think we talked about mountain lions. Epi- no, you know, what, that was two episodes ago with scared fishless. GI Justin. GI Justin. Sorry, that episode there, we talked a lot of. Uh, well, we talked a good bit about shark fishing. Which real I'm, American? Yeah, true American hero. Real American. Yeah, the real American hero. That's right. Um, Talked about shark fishing. I really enjoyed that conversation. Uh, I saw a picture of you. a little bit about you. spotlighting. Um, I, s- I saw a picture of you as a baby seal on yeah, a Facebook page. Well, that was pretty cool. He was full grown. He's full grown. Me. Full grown. <laughs> oh, not baby seal? No, it's not a baby. Uh, He's full grown. It was kind of cute. I wanted to club him. That was like a <laughs> 14 foot great white jumping after that, too. Just tearing you up. Yeah. Tearing it up. Um, Glad you made it back. We touched base on uh, spotlights, um, whether you should or should not. Uh, spotlight Ooh, yeah. in Pennsylvania. Pro-con spotlight. Yeah, it was a pretty Brad, Brad is going to run. long episode. Poachers. Um, talked about a lot of things, and we uh, appreciate just G.I. Justin for uh, helping us out with that since oh, Mike yeah. couldn't be here. And um, I bailed out. Welcome, really welcome really back. Really good episode. Welcome uh, back, PA Rep, Mike. And check thank that you, out. Episode you. 9. Episode 9. Check out episode 9. This is episode 10. Mm-hmm. Anniversary edition. That's right. The Deca Docentennial. But we Oh, you know what else it is? Shame on us for not even talking about it. Not only is Brother Roy our guest tonight, but it is his birthday. birthday. Yes, it is. Happy birthday, Brother Roy. Let's Happy cheers. Birthday, well, cheers Roy. to that. Cheers. 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 So, how old are we, Brother Roy? Oh, uh, 33. 33. 33 years young. How many years, out of those 33 years, how many of those years were you foraging? Oh, I've been playing in the dirt since I was little. Probably two years old. <laughs> <laughs> well, foraging foraging for edibles. Oh, foraging for edibles. Uh, I don't know. My grandfather took me out probably when I was about five or six years old. and It just Ever went since. from there. 
nice. learning something new every year. So we talked about we talked about foraging the last time you were on a decent amount. You had we had the pictures up on the screen of the morel mushrooms, the asparagus, and the leeks. Ramps. Or ramps, yeah. The ramps. I was like, I was like, wait a minute. Get it right or pay That's the price. The same thing. <laughs> I was thinking. It's like leak, ramp, leak, ramp, leak, ramp. I just, I just went with leaks. But anyways, um, are you foraging right now? And if you're foraging right now, what for? Are there? Is there uh, anything I, out there that you're? I forage every day. Chicken in the woods, right? Uh, yes, we've definitely found lots of them. Um, oyster mushrooms, a new one. I'm just getting one. I haven't ate yet. But chanterelles, you've probably heard of them out in the yeah, West Coast. Them, yeah. Isn't that, isn't that an R&B is group? Chanterelles that grow in the East Coast, and I found my first ones last Friday. Wait, what are they? Chanterelles. chanterelles. They're a delicacy out West, and hmm. they grow a lot bigger out there, but I found my first patch of them yeah, last Friday. Were you, were you extremely excited? Did you like uh, jig a little bit I was excited. I took pictures, and I uh, did some research. I haven't... I haven't ate any yet. Send us, send sure. us, <laughs> send us the picture of the chanterelles. I'm interested. Oh, to I can see do what they that. Like. Uh, we've been another thing. I guess this is the first year we've been looking for ginseng. He's hey, probably yeah, seen the go. TV shows out oh, there. Everybody's hyped up over yeah, it. Ginseng season right now, right? No, it's September first. September, okay. September first okay. it starts, and I'm just scouting right now, looking for ginseng so I can take a power route and make nice. lots of money. Nice. Well, and we have been finding uh, it. All right. A lot of people don't even know. I didn't actually know about this stuff till last year. My neighbor found some, but uh, uh, chicken of the woods. Um, they also maybe they call it hen of the woods. Uh, also, or is that a different? Is chicken of the woods different than hen of the woods? Yeah, we call them chicken mushrooms, which you're okay. calling chicken of the woods. Uh, yeah, they're different than hen of the woods. Hen of the woods, they also call uh, sheep's head. Mm. Uh, they're they're a more fall mushroom, growing the bottom of oak trees, live oak trees, right around the bottoms and. Is they're the orange? No, they are white to brown, gray colored. Okay. Not, I don't know how to even, it looks like it had a cauliflower. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's that's hen white. of the woods. Well, chicken of the woods looks similar, correct? Chi- chicken, chicken of the woods or chicken mushrooms that we call them are, uh, they're bright orange. Yeah, okay. With yellow on the bottom. Okay, that's good. they're up up. right now. And they grow on oak trees as well. Dead oak uh, trees and dead chair. in the middle of the tree? Um, no, bigger. just the... Or are they all about the same? They grow in, I found some up in uh, up north in Potter County in June. And it was probably five bushel growing on one tree. And I found them where there's two mushrooms, maybe a half ounce to an ounce worth of mushrooms yeah. growing in one spot. My neighbor, the one he found was, I mean, you could put it in a, ripped it apart and he put it in a five-gallon bucket of water. That's how big it was. Yeah, very so big. So it was just, it was enormous. Um and I didn't know what it was at the time, so I was like, "What?" The only thing with them, you got to watch them because if you don't get them fresh, if you they look good, but if you break them open, they'll be full of little white worms. Nah, this one was clean it's as a whistle. Protein. Extra he grilled protein. it up uh, on the grill. Um, yep, that was it. No, he, I'm sorry, he had Is to wait. So it was a hen of the woods. It was a white white one. white one. So uh, he uh, tore it all apart, put it in a five-gallon bucket, and you know, washed it out with salt water and stuff like that. And he threw it on the grill, and I tell you what, it was unbelievable. Uh, taking yeah, a piece of that, are. and it's oh, yeah. real, yeah, it's real yeah, firm, yeah. but it's yeah. it's tender. It's, they're it's, uh, almost they're just as different. good as Morello and early it's year. So different though, they are good. Uh, they're delicious, and uh, I never thought after seeing him bring that thing in and start ripping it apart and soaking it, and I'm like, you're crazy. Yeah, and it was some of the best mushrooms I've ever had. Oh, yeah. Mushrooms you got to watch. I mean, there is a lot of poisonous ones out there. But I think there's more edible than there is poison. Poison, yeah. I don't know what you're just, doing out there. You got to learn. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw a quick plug out um, for one of our future guests here over the next couple of weeks um, while we're talking about 
food preparation and how you can cook shit stuff. <laughs> beep, beep. Pierre Brad was like, we can say now. He's like, well, you're loosening up, brother. But anyways, uh, gentleman named <laughs> gentleman named Sean Bailey will be on with us here over the next couple of weeks. He is from Game On, uh, specializes in preparation of everything wild. Uh, so keep an eye out for that episode. We don't know what episode yet, but it's going to be one of the up and coming ones. Um, yeah, the uh, the morels. Going back to the morels from episode three that you gave me. I took him to work and we cooked him up on a Friday, uh, about feeding about twenty people. Not very many leftovers. Oh, none, <laughs> none because of me. There were like <laughs> there were like four left by the end of the by the end of the batch, and I was like, kind of right. Most people were like, oh man, what is that? I'm like it's a mushroom. I still have about five gallons. Where is it? The house yeah. dried. I eat them every week. We had three or four people that wouldn't eat them just because they look weird. Yeah, I'm sure. I was like, all right, that's fine. That's fine. You go on. It's more, more for you. me. Less. Yep. Yep. Delicious. Um, <clears throat> the ginseng is interesting. It's very interesting. I mean, we've been I've been researching like almost like going to school, but just just <laughs> did it myself. <laughs> and it, it's it's actually it's it's the hardest thing I've ever hunted. Yeah. Just because of the terrain, how far you have to walk back into the middle of nowhere, and it's always on a forty-five degree slope. Boulders. Always on forty-five. What else is the? Uh, are you looking for? Trees, right? Trees. I'm not gonna. Reveal too much about this. I'm not gonna tell you what it is. I've been doing a lot of research. I tell you what, <coughs> if you go to parutreport.com right the now, the first 15 subscribers to Brother Roy's PhD level ginseng finding course be available. And if and anybody out there uh, knows where there's ginseng at and wants to let me know, they can get a hold of me through PA Rut Report. There you go. I'm more than welcome to the harvester. We'll make sure we pass those messages on too. And another thing with email us. <laughs> <laughs> it's a promo code. It's a promo code. Promo code. Yes. The biggest thing with ginseng is uh, a lot of leg work. Yeah. I mean, I walk to where I I can't walk anymore. A lot of people did, can't we, walk that far. I did 11 I'm telling miles. you right now. Me and my cousin did yeah. 11 miles the other day after a 10-hour day at work, and I was junk for two days, but Grinding. we found ginseng three Grinding. miles back in. And then three miles. Three miles in. But 45 it's degree. out there. You just 45 degree. 45 degree slope. When you live in the woods. North to east facing slopes, and that's about all I'm telling you. <laughs> when you live in the woods. That's as much as you can get right now. Got to be easier to find. For $3.95 a month. Get, it's it's hiking. I got I probably got, I track everything on top of GPS right now. We're probably up since beginning of June. Do you, what, done, um. We've probably done 35 miles to 40 miles. What do you use for a GPS? What kind of, like, do you have uh, just a. Just a top of app on my phone. Top of app on your phone? Yep. You have one you like better than another? Uh, I never tried any other ones yeah. Like you find the, first, the one first one you got. It only works on an Apple phone, yeah. iPhone. It's a top end apps. It's free. It works great. Yeah. I had the free version. I spent to six ninety nine and upgraded, and it's it's badass. There are uh, every year I forget I did it, and every year I use this app. It's called like Hunting Diary or something like that, where you just log where you were hunting, what you saw when you were out. Every year I read. I'm like, man, I saw that many deer. I'm not seeing anything right now. But uh, that's a good that's a good app also. I mean, there's a lot there's a lot of good hunting apps out there. I screw around sometimes with uh, who was it? A game call app. I never called anything in with it. A lot of people laugh at me because I tried. But 
How does that game call up sound? I'm like, how does that game call up sound? No, this isn't near loud enough. I'm still waiting. What's up with the turkey and the peacock call from Peter? Wow, we're getting off topic. Oh, no, 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 that's no, right on topic. I, I missed last week, and I apologize. Getting off topic. I probably don't have any fans out there. They're probably like, I'm glad the guy was there this week. But anyway, Brad, what's the peacock? I don't know. I don't know how a peacock sounds. We want to hear it. We have fans out there, Brad. I don't know how a peacock sounds. I'm sorry. You know what we talked about? We talked about last week. Peacock. We talked about last week. Um, we do now have a YouTube channel. We're going to start filtering video footage through hold there. On. Well, we don't have it hold yet, hold but on. we do Stop have. No, we do. It's, hold on. It's, we have a there. YouTube channel? Yes. Oh, you were gone for a while. No, I was gone for a week. Check I missed one sorry, episode. Sorry, a lot of stuff happens in a wait, week. Wait, 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 wait. Before we get too far into it, it's set up. There's nothing on it. Yeah. You have an email as a invite as an administrator. But anyways. What's the email to? Mike at gmail.com. I got to check that. There you go. <laughs> My bad. He always thinks he's not included. He's included. Well, he always thinks so. He's don't included. We, you know, doesn't check his email. Oh, or his... Don't turn the focus around. Don't 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 flip this around. No, you know what I mean. Just because I forgot to check one email. Anyway, here we go. So it's drain off course. We are straight off course. That's Anyways. back to Robbie's. Back back Let's to get reality. On get on it. Back to reality. Uh, YouTube channel. We'll have a YouTube channel where we'll start built, filtering some video footage through there. So going back to episode. Maybe one. Episode one, the peacock. One. The strut. Was it one or two? The peacock and the strut it, for it, P.A. Rob Brad. Was it three? Were you here for that one? Yeah. Okay. Episode three, on our YouTube channel, the challenge was the gauntlet thrown down was a peacock call strut video of P.A. Rob Brad. So when we first launch the YouTube channel officially, um, I like look, where this keep, is going. Keep an eye out on social networks. We're going to do a giveaway, okay? We're going to do a happen. giveaway. This will not happen. No, it we're going to do a giveaway. It will happen. We're going to do Brad, a giveaway. you cannot let our fans down. This listen, will not listen, happen. listen. Let me explain it. Let me explain it. We're going to do a giveaway. So I'm a member of multiple groups on Facebook throughout the state of Pennsylvania for fishing, hunting. I mean, anything out there I, I've, I've joined. And it's worthwhile to do so because you get some pretty cool stuff. Um, we're going to do it. We're going to do a giveaway, uh, a T-shirt, a multi-T-shirt giveaway. Three T-shirts. For the first, mm, we'll say we'll say the first fifty people that like, or or we'll say we'll say you have to comment. Shoot, this is not happening. <laughs> you don't have a. Say in you guys right can now. talk all you want about it, but this, this is, is not. This happening. is like a democracy. So anyways, it's gonna be it's gonna be like a PA Rut Report duck hunt on Facebook, where we'll circulate the video to specific hunting groups, forums in the state of Pennsylvania. The first person to shoot P.A. Rutbrad, and you shoot P.A. Rutbrad, who's going to be doing a mock peacock call on video, strut. Um, the first person to comment, shoot on any video that's circulated around gets three P.A. Rut Report t-shirts. I like that. We need to take this to a vote because it's a three-way thing. So all in favor, raise your hands. Aye. Aye. This is not happening. All of those, oh, yeah. Brad. <laughs> Brad, you're official. We have one official name. Brad, you're yeah, Can we get back on, uh, on this any is totally topic on other topic. than that? <laughs> any topic. Any topic so, other than that. Back, back, back to foraging. Um, Hold on a second. It is something that's well, viable no, right you now. You were talking about, let me get you back on track here. Because you, you stray from rewind, the conversation. Re- rewind you were back, talking man. about GPS What's working best we were for him? We're talking about four other different apps your, and all your, kinds of different Your thing, and then you started getting into a game call on your GPS. 
go what is go hunt pa is there hunt pa.org yeah there's a good app go hunt pa.org um wobbly 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 who might join us some uh he should he should join us i have my hand raised i have to interject here you strictly use that the uh the the call in scouting correct because you know it's illegal to use electronic calling during hunting season, right? Oh, yeah. No, no. I'm all mouth calls. Mouth calls. Yeah. See, what I do is I take the app and I listen real close in my ear. Okay. <laughs> and then I and then I mimic it with my voice. Because there's no way. There's all right, no Brad. Way the Brad I got some payback for you right here. So what's the uh, what's the attending grunt sound like? What does the attending grunt sound like? This is a pop quiz. This is a, this is a question for anybody. This is a question for no. Me? This is a question for you. Uh, I'd have to listen to it, to be honest with you. I'm not even going to talk to you anymore right now. You don't have to. I don't think I can. No. I don't. Couldn't tell you. I don't grunt. I don't. Yeah. You know how often? Carry you know how often? You know how often I've used lures or grunt or done anything to draw a I deer? Just, I just go where the deer are. Listen, I grunt <laughs> Okay. Yeah, hey, well, just 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 to satisfy just to satisfy the people that are you out can't there want to hear. Wait, the people that want to hear told, it. I told you to sit on that stool right there so you can share. I'm not sitting on the hard. We're very PA, cheap. PA Rub Mike will now do. I don't know what it his is. tending ground. No, <laughs> you don't no, even no, know either. No. All right, that's good. All I right. know what it is. I'm just not going to do it. I'm like Brad. All right, we're off the grunt calls. Anyhow, trail cams. Trail cams are out now. We're catching deer. What's that? You got trail cams out. I don't have anything out right now. I don't have Too anything loud. out right now. Um, however, I was outside uh, my house the other day, and uh, in the field outside my house, there was a buck. Um, so it was a big body deer, so I got my binocs out, uh, looked at him. Uh, he's outside his ears already, starting to split off, has brow tines showing. It's looking good for him. So um, I don't hunt that area really anyway, but it's just nice to see uh, some animals out there and uh, a nice potential good buck I can kind of follow through the fields at my house. Nice. Follow through the fields. Follow through the fields, yeah. Follow I don't hunt there, the so just got to catch them spotlighting or, or uh, you're against oh, spotlighting. Spotlight. You're, you're against spotting. No, I'm you're, you're for platform. spotlighting with your platform, people. Your platform that you're running for for office is a official ban in the state of Pennsylvania on spotlights. No, uh, lawful I mean, people can spotlight. That's what you're running for, though. Who was, who, who was for and who was against? I'm against, so. Spotlights, I'm for them. Uh, I was against. I'm against. Now, if if you guys ever go out of state, just because of the unlawful people, if you go to Ohio, if you go to Illinois, you go to Iowa, where you're not allowed. If you go to a state where you can hunt and you're not allowed (laughs) to spotlight, the deer react totally different. (laughs) Here, I'll I'll reserve my segment of being behind spotlighting to parents. All right. If you're not a parent, you can't spotlight. Or if you don't have a nephew or a niece under the age of four. There you go. State of Pennsylvania. Under the age of four? That No, that's what I was for spotlights for. I was for under the age of four? Getting Get past your kids that. till. Getting past that. Getting they can handle that. a rifle, really. Anyways. Why right. I was pro spotlight was We don't need to talk about what we talked about last week. That's what I'm talking about. Why I was pro spotlight was growing up. That was one of the things that I loved to do the most when I was little. I loved to go out there, hold a spotlight out the window, see big bucks, and be that. That for me 
was probably one of the biggest hooks. So if you have a chance to take your kids out to Spotlight and why Spotlights are good and why only people with kids or never mind. That's 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 my uh, okay. that's my plug for it. We're done with the Spotlights. So. I missed spotlights last week so I won't re bring up the topic. I apologize. No, that's no problem. No, no, no. You need to listen to the episode last week, maybe you would know what we talked about. Shit, Mike. Hashtag hurtful. Pete. Hey, he said that. Oh, he's allowed to now. My bad. No. Anyway, he looked uh, at the band. let's talk about, let's change the subject a little bit. Okay. Um, some guy, I can't remember his name. If we could pull up the thing uh, for the Facebook, we could, but we can't right now. So uh, a guy, private message us, said, do you mind if I post a picture of a snapping turtle on your page? That's uh, a nice snapper like, he had. No. Sean Barbas. Please do this. Yes. Sean Barbas, so Westmoreland County. He threw this out. Um, on our Facebook page, we shared it, and all of a sudden, there is a magnitude of pictures coming in uh, of people catching these snapping turtles, and there's a season for these, and uh, there's some really cool stuff going on out there with, sna- with snapping turtles. Apparently, I never knew that this uh, was brother a thing. Roy, brother uh, Roy's, brother awesome. Roy's, brother Roy's looking down at his phone right now. But as we're talking about it, he's shaking his head back and forth, kind of slow, going. Man, they're good. They're good. I believe. Have you guys? I believe ever ever had, if there's anybody out there that has that, that catches these things and does the, some guy said he makes like pulled turtle, yeah. like a sandwich. See, okay. I've had snapper uh, If you guys want to like send PA Rut Brad some of this stuff, you can email me at <laughs> oh. PARutBrad at gmail.com. I will come meet you and pick this stuff up. And turtle if Brad soup. doesn't forward that, um, turtle soup, uh, pulled turtle. Turtle um, soup's excellent. I love. Apparently, it. there's a mul- there's a multitude of ways River of making this stuff, and uh, it, it's it's quite interesting to me. I could not believe that this is a thing. I think we should it. do. I think we should do a giveaway. I think we should do a giveaway of a T-shirt to the biggest turtle posted on our page. I thought about that today. We got some. We See, got we, some. great minds think alike, or we great minds think like. Gotta have a scale. Gotta hang it from a scale with a picture. No, yeah, you don't have to hang it from too, a scale, dude. Yeah, we can, you have we can to. look at it, and we'll pick the biggest. Just like one. your fish, they can make them look huge. We need to relax on my fish, man. You got to have here. Here's here's what it'll be. Man, that is hurtful. Here's what it'll be. Biggest turtle picture. If you submit a picture, you have to have one person vouch for you. If your word's not good and you're junk. That kind of Banned from the page. One person vouches for you. One of your buddies vouches for you. Your picture's good. Biggest turtle t-shirt. Um, the season runs. Is that official? Yeah, biggest turtle. Official. Yeah, t-shirt. biggest turtle. Biggest turtle. Okay, biggest good. turtle t-shirt. Season no, the season runs from the first of July through the thirty first of October. All right, biggest one by the thirty first of October. Posted now. Yeah, we can't wait till the thirty. We'll do it. We'll do it once. We'll do it once every month. Yeah, once a month. Once once a month. T-shirt. Yeah, we can give out that. Sure. Brad, what are you doing over there? Also, getting up a bushki. Also, don't forget, don't forget about the uh, shoot, shoot. If you shoot PA Rut Brad as the peacock, you get three PA Rut Report T-shirts. Straying off topic. Any size or color. The first person to shoot the peacock. Um, Am I allowed to enter this contest? Negative. Okay, thank you. So, have you ever caught a snapping turtle on your fishing rod? I no, have. I I've I have. U- I used to. That's fish the only time for- I ever caught a snapping turtle. Of course, I used to fish for turtles. We used to use go to the store, buy chicken, big turtle hooks, throw them out nylon curb line, and uh, 
milk jugs, and then we see the jug go down, and you start pulling them in. When they get to the mud, they pull real hard, and we used to sell them to a guy, um, Eastern PA, Coffin's Barbecue. Yeah, he used to he used to give us 40 bucks a turtle. Um, what he would do is he'd steam them out of their shell and make turtle soup. Hmm. Hmm. So that's that was another thing I didn't understand is how you um, actually prepare the turtle, dress these things, get the meat out of them. Well, in that same the in the same string, half. in the same string on our Facebook page. I'm not right? sure how that works. In the same in the same. <laughs> no, here here in the same in the same on our Facebook page in the same string with all the pictures of the turtles. I posted a link on how to prepare them in ways to cook them. How it to was just a random. Them it was just a random. Yeah, it's it's pretty. It's Listen, you, I have a grinder and a intensive. sawzall. I'll get the thing out. That's what I thought. You yeah. cut them around the edge of the shells where the two pieces come together. Okay. But that legs, the legs go up in pretty deep into yeah, the shell from what I understand. Yeah. Interesting. Mm, turtle. Very. I want to eat this have, stuff. Have, every, have any of you guys ever had turtle? I've had, I've I've had snapper. Never have. It, it's really good. I mean, I, I, I thoroughly enjoy it. Yeah, I had uh, I had some turtle. Well, I think it was in the beginning of June at a fish fry uh, down in East Loop. Guy, he cleans about I don't know twenty five, thirty of them a year, and it's very, very, very good meat. I've heard it. it's like it's supposed to be. It's pretty moist, isn't it? Oh, very moist. Yeah. It's better than bear meat. Oh, anything's better than bear meat. Unless yeah, it's bear sausage. Than bear <laughs> I'd rather eat a Juniata River turtle <laughs> than a bear meat. <laughs> Give me a Juniata River carp. At any rate, I'll eat the bone too. Like I said, send me an email if you have anything to get rid of. Uh, Pierrebred at gmail. You're going, on, you're going off course. If, no. If, if, no, you're really I'm going not. off course. If there's anybody out there that wants to donate meat to Turtle meat. PA Rub Report, bread. Meat, say meat, anything you forge for, jams, jellies, jerky, anything. You, you, you uh, think, I'll have you to think bring somebody you. you think somebody should taste that and just say, hey, this is good? Or, uh, we've been making some, uh, we dug some ginseng last year, not enough to sell, but we've been experimenting making a. Uh, Ginseng tea, green tea with honey. Oh yeah, there and you go. I'll Anyways. tell you what, my cousin, my cousin, he's been making, it and he's getting good at it, and you have a drink of that, and it'll uh, perk you up. Oh my, I'm on, I'm on, yeah. <laughs> Better than oh a my, cup yeah. of coffee. Do you have a t-shirt? Oh, I have two. So why don't we have any tea? I'm just saying. Oh, well, I he forgot just it. Started this stuff. <laughs> It's in the core. It's in my cousin. It's in my cousin's core. He gave so anyways, it to me this morning, but it's in the core. Anyways, get it. anyways <laughs> really, if you want to, if you want to submit anything like that, if you want to review it, we'll review it. Uh, you just gotta send it to parob at gmail dot com or rob at parobreport dot com. Yeah, it's all right. We need to. Uh, it it's all. It's is. all. It's all. It's all a joke. Need to promote. It's all a joke. No, I'm not joking. Those aren't really in my. I'm addresses. not joking. I want turtle something. <laughs> I want to I taste some turtle, some turtle in my I, life. I definitely can get you some turtle. All right, brother, Roy's gonna give me some turtle. Of it. Freezer full. Brother, Roy's gonna give me some turtle. Turtle's good. Are you gonna share? Uh, no. Not we're gonna you. do. We're not gonna do with uh, you because you're making fun of my well, turtle. Next time you guys email. have me on, I'll just bring. Uh, we'll bring the skillet and the stove and just we're gonna do them up right there. We'll cook right while we're, we're gonna. Yeah. No, it takes. You only cook it for maybe six minutes. Some pulled turtle sandwiches. We're gonna have we're gonna have a segment we're gonna have a segment from now on every every podcast from here. Hey, why don't on. we bring it in whenever that no, guy's yeah, coming? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna have a segment every 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 uh, podcast from now on. We'll have a segment called Rut Rated, where we'll pick out something we're gonna do every week. We're gonna eat some turtle. 
Turtle, morels, rams. We're going to say how it, how to prepare it and how, how well, it tastes. That guy like coming that. on, we could make him cook some, some turtle. Can we? Sean Bailey. Sean What's Bailey. What's his name? I could donate all kinds of stuff from the woods for He's you. a local. He's a local guy. Game on. Game on. Game on. Go yeah. to YouTube and type game on and uh, probably game preparation, field preparation. Um, check it out. Got some cool videos up there. Um, we're going to wrap the first part of this. We are. We're getting close to the episode edge. up. Uh, we're towing the edge. Uh, the first part. First part. Part one. Oh, yeah. Episode 10. Anniversary edition. Anniversary edition. Yes. Uh, oh, we got brother Roy here. Um, he's going to come back with us the second part. Um, we appreciate y'all tuning in to our uh, older episodes <laughs> in this one here. And we have technical difficulties again. <laughs> Uh, so I'm gonna keep talking, great. but uh, we appreciate you all tuning in. Anyways, uh, we want to say shoot, shoot the peacock, shoot the peacock. We want to say shoot uh, the peacock. Give a big thanks to uh, Hunkamonga Broadheads. Uh, get on their website, see what they have to offer. Uh, it's a great, great broadhead, especially for Pennsylvania hunters. Um, shoot just like field tips. Uh, major, major damage, and we're gonna have some uh, fresh video of that coming soon. Um, Hunga-Manga.com. Check them out. Uh, we are uh, PARitReport.com. Coming at you with PARit Reports. Hunting, fishing, and outdoors podcast. We'll be back at you. Hashtag. Hashtag shoot the peacock. Minutes. peacock. Hashtag shoot the peacock. 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 Hashtag. Mike Pierrot Rob and P.A. Rutt Brad. I gotta say something. Podomatic.com. I, I, I know Brad. I know Brad gets a little frustrated com. with us when, when we interrupt his when we interrupt his intros and stuff. You wait until it's done. But listen, he got that that it's whole. All right, all right, all right. I kind of that's like your signature. I like that. Roll. Well, he yelled at me last time. I didn't do it. So who yelled at you, Rob? I yell all the time. Rob, that's hurtful. Can't I'm control angry. his mic. I'm he yells angry. so, so much. Uh, but. Uh, we were touching base on a lot of different things earlier, and we're going to get off of all those subjects. We'll try to come back to them because we can't keep track. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we uh, want to they, – they gave me crap last week about talking about the rain. Shoot the peacock. Uh, Who gave you crap about that? I did. The rain. I will handle that. Enough we were plugging. Enough. We were plugging. We were plugging a bunch of stuff. I came rain, in with rain. Rain happened to be one of the plugs. But enough is enough. With the rain already. This right? rain is this rain is good. You can't yeah, you can't this fish rain in it. Is good. What is you can't wrong work with outside you? in it. He works at a desk. This no 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 no. You can work outside the rain. Listen, we've had like six inches of rain the past two weekends. You can work outside in the rain, dude. You're not gonna die. Look, look, look. I'm out in the woods. For for somebody that works 
in an office I'm out in the woods a lot. It's not the rain. Frogging. The rain. The rain's terrible. The rain, I love to fish. I love to be. Uh, the rain's terrible, but the rain's good. We need the rain. The rain yeah. is needed. The rain is good for the farmers. The rain is good for the deer. The rain is good for everything else other than us. As so, humans. The rain is good. Yeah. <laughs> Rain. Peace and Thanks love. Thanks for humans. Peace and love. Oh, we're hugging trees and wearing tie dyes. Peace and love. It's all right. Uh, but uh, it's, it's rough on the fishermen. Uh, no, yeah, sure that the river fishermen haven't haven't been able to do so in at least two weeks, maybe three. I don't um, know that anybody who who really cares about river fishermen. Oh, I like, do. That, that's I like do. a hobby. I do. That's what I used to do that's all like the a time. Hobby, dude. River fishing is yeah, the way. That's all you got. That's all river we fishing. got. River Here fishing. Here we go. River fishing is is real man's fishing. Real man. man's fishing. No, it is. Right. I'll say, I'll say this. River fishing is real man's fishing because there are places that you can go in the state of Pennsylvania and river fish that if you aren't a good navigator of a river, you can really get hurt. River well, fishing. True. River fishing. You is 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 a full on physical onslaught if you're in specific areas, and. You really Specific. balance, balance, uh, durability, a little bit of everything. River fishing's man's fishing. So man's fishing, fishing, fishing off a boat in a lake is not man's fishing. Um, that's 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 man. A- any fishing is man's fishing. All right, thank you. We'll give a PC answer. I was, <laughs> down, I was down. I appreciate that. I was down uh, in Newton. I was young. Uh, that's probably. 13, 14 years old. Was this last week? <laughs> I was down in Newton Hamilton fishing uh, with a buddy of mine. Um, and uh, we were fishing on these rapids uh, right above the blind camp, uh, right down from the bridge. Small mouth haven. We were at these rapids. Um, we were fishing. And it was really, really high water. We waded out to these rapids. We got on these rocks. And um, we were fishing in this hole. And we were getting all kind of bites. And uh, I slipped. And I went down right on my butt, right on the rocks. Uh, slipped into the into the uh, water. It was over my head. That's how deep it was there in those rapids. Uh, I came out of the water. It hit me in the face. I handed my fishing rod to the guy that I was fishing with. Um, I started floating down. He's sitting there fishing with both rods. Gets a bite on my rod. Yanks the line. I'm like, nice. Dude. I'm like, dude, I need help, man. <laughs> Put down the rods. I need help. Uh, anyway, I ended up floating downstream. Uh, bouncing off a bunch of rocks till I got to some low lying areas and kind of crawled my way out of the out of the river, but uh, <laughs> that was pretty intense for oh, a couple no, yeah, of yeah. moments. If you like, you said if you don't know what you're doing or if you're getting to a predicament out there, uh, <laughs> it can get intense quick. Yeah, that, that, are, that was a, that was an instance. There's areas out there that you can yeah, yeah you can get screwed up pretty quick on. Um, to to throw out a little uh, love for scared fishless. Um, I was fishing last week at the uh, up the race town below the dam. The Racetown branch, I talked about it last week, uh, did a very good, well, had a very good time. Um, it is one of the few rivers around our area that you can fish when there's a lot of rain because it's not fed by anything. I mean, it's dammed off. Um, yeah, right. It's Corbin's Island. There's a, there's a little spot up there called Corbin's Island. It's about a mile below the dam. Good place to get in. Good Junk. place to wait around. Junk. Junk. But no ginseng by the bridges. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, that's a good place to fish. Um, it's been tough fishing, though. It's, if, yeah. you're a, if you're a river man, if you're a river fisherman or woman. You're tough. a lake fisherman. It's tough, too, man. Those places are filling up, man. The ground can't hold any more water. It's true. We're in a drought, though. That's that's why the rain is good. Yeah, 
No, the really the river levels at the beginning of the year the river levels were lower than they have been in a long time, a long time, and they still are pretty low. All right. Well, in lieu of water talk, rain. In lieu. Hey, hold on one second. Hold on. Good. Hold on. Good. You were and talking about you were plugging, scared fishless. You were par- you were plugging scared fish. Scared fish. Yes. What were you throwing? I was throwing the three. I was throwing the shad, the three and a half inch shad, the holy shad, the purple. With the gold fleck, I can't remember what no, that's you called. Weren't. Yeah, oh no, I was killing them on that. Crushing smallies, killing them on that. Yes. Crushing smallies, smallmouth. Listen, I nobody, like twi- I like anybody who's listening right now who fishes uh, Raystown, do not throw that color. It's horrible. I'm just going to no, plug yeah. that. It's not. It's not a lake lore. I'll say that. It not is. I'm just trying to get them to not throw it. <laughs> you throw that. You throw that three and a half holy shad on a scrounger head, and I'm telling you what, you will crush them fish. Pearl White works really good too. No, no, and I'll I'll say this for them. Um, what I when we had them on the other week, I said what I liked the most about their uh, lures was the durability of the lure. Uh, like I said, I fish a lot with um, Mr. Twister style lures, uh, zoom bait stuff like that. Um, the the durability of those lures is all right. It's all right uh, if you catch decent sized fish, you're five or six fish and you're switching or they're falling off. Um, scared fish. So I I used the same uh, the same. <clears throat> Shad for probably 12 to 14 fish. What about the scent on those? Oh, yeah, and they smell. They, they smell. smell. They smell good. They smell like an Italian in a kitchen. Straight garlic. All right, are you guys done talking about what we talked about two weeks ago? Peter up, Brad. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm getting on your case. He's all here. upset because he does. He can't catch a fish. Anyway, well, I'm, yeah. I'm trying to change subject. Scared, we're we're talking fishless. about the same thing. For, check out check out Scared Fishless. Um, good guys. They good work. Guys. They, they are work. good guys. If you're fishing... The rain sucks. Brad wants to go back to talking about rain. All right. Well, rain. Go ahead, Brad. In rain. your fields that are playing with soybean. Exactly. That's good. And now that we have Brother Roy here, he can enlighten us on what the farmers do with soybean. Well, let's let's let's. And let's, from what I understand, they cut well, it. They grow it a few times. Let's 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 you generalize. You just let no. it grow. Soybean well, grows. I mean, if you're listen, if you're a farmer. No, 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 no. Soybean grows the right it. before the pods open up. Wait, 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 wait. It grows let's, and dies. Let's 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 no, generalize. Let's generalize this topic that we're going into before we get into specifically soybeans. Let's talk about management. What's going on right now? What people are doing? Um, Brother Roy is big into it. Brother Roy can uh, enlighten us a little bit about what it is that he's doing this time of year because it's important. Well, I, we we should be mounting and spraying, but it rains every day, and our, all our fields are on slopes. And like last night, my uncle had the tractor in the ditch, bad. It's one it didn't roll over and kill him. Slid off the bank. Thought we could mow. Nope, can't mow. Too much rain. Too but much rain. Too much. Everything's grown like weeds, and the weeds are grown too. That's the That's problem. why we need to mow spray. and we need to spray and. Let's let's give let's give Brad and some of the other people out there who might want to grow soybeans a little bit of a lesson. When you grow soybeans, you grow Roundup Ready. Roundup Ready, definitely. So what happens is you grow the soybeans. Then you spray with Roundup. Deer will hit them. The deer will hit them at two different times. This is what this is just through my. This is what I've noticed. The deer will hit them when they're young, and they will feed on them. Then they'll go to pod. The deer will let them alone. Once they start opening up, which is when you should start harvesting. Yes, yes, yes. Plan will be totally brown and dry. The deer will start coming back in. Yeah. So the the deer won't hit them all year long like they would a clover plot. Mm -hmm. What they will do is they'll come in, they'll hit them when they're young and they're growing. 
then they'll go to pod. They'll actually start growing in the pods. You'll actually get your soybeans. Once the pods start turning brown, they start to discolor. The pods will open. The beans will start falling. That's when the harvest. That's when you want to har- you want to harvest them before they start falling. The deer will come back in the fields. And you don't you don't mow soybeans. What you do so is you cut them once and ready. done. You no, cut them never. You, don't you cut plant them. it and fertilize it. Well, no, let no, it go. no. I'm talking about yeah. farmers that go and cut it down for their crop. They harvest it. Yeah. They harvest they it in harvest the fall when it's yeah. So they yeah. only one do time, it one time. One time. Yes. Yeah. Okay. What the they'll do is they'll go in and they'll spray it with Roundup because that's why it's called Roundup Ready. They'll go in and spray it to kill any weeds that are in there to actually help promote the growth so it does, the weeds don't choke out the soybeans. Gotcha. And it gets what like two feet high, three feet. Oh, it can get anywhere from two feet high to waist high. It all depends on. Gotcha. The, I mean, how Your much rain you get. And, and I mean, yeah. this year I've seen fields and stuff is, they say corn knee high by the 4th of July. Have you ever heard that? Mm-hmm. There's corn nine feet tall out there right, right now. Yeah. Right now. And it's, right it's now. just <laughs> July 8th. I mean, Listen, <laughs> it, it, it's going to be a good year. It's going to yeah. be a bumper crop again for crop, or bumper bumper year. Everything we have again. is doing great. I mean, is it's it? doing great. We got a weed problem right now in our clover, but there is, there's six, eight inches of clover underneath all them weeds. The deer are still in it every night. They're not eating the weeds. They're eating the clover. See, I always cut my, my clover patches that I have. I always cut when they – I try to keep them around 10 inches high. That's once our they, thing. Once they we go just, to flower we – can't, We can't do ours. Ours, I mean, we're on, yep. we're on slopes, 35 to 40-degree slopes. My with small plots and, that I have with a little bit of clover in them, what I do is I'll go in there because they're, they're basically quarter-acre plots. I go in with a weed whacker. Just to keep it, because once you get clover, once it flowers, you want to cut it. Yeah, 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 definitely. I mean, anybody who's grown clover, we have just twelve to let acres. You know. We have twelve acres. I mean, right. we got a lot to mow, and I mean, we have two fields that we don't mow. That's uh, that's soybeans, sorghum, sunflowers. Sorghum. That's a that, that that's a dual dual species because turkey loves sorghum. Yes, we have we we put a thing in this year. It's the first time. It's called Power Plant. It's from Whitetail Institute, and it's doing phenomenal. It's it's supposed to get eight, six to eight feet tall, and it's not—it's nothing but sunflowers and uh, sorghum, and then there's climbing soybeans and peas mixed right. in with it, and the sunflowers and the sorghum get six eight feet tall, and then all them climbing beans go up it, and right. and we have it in our top field, one of the driest fields. It's normally in the summer. It's been wet, 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 and it just—it's up to my chest almost right now. It's just doing phenomenal. Deer are probably hammering. Oh, they're just hammering. They're hammering. I mean, hammering it. Probably and it's probably an all day long event too, because if it's up to your chest, I guarantee they got you cover. There's lots of cover. Yeah, we got the fawns. All the fawns we have right now, they just pop out of nowhere. And the fawns are at the point now where they're not just suppressed and laying down. They're the out starting to feed. They're up starting to feed. Yeah, yep. they're still in the milk, but they're they're starting to yep. browse and. It's definitely a good time if you get out the scout right now. Now's a good time. You you can actually bump some deer in some taller brush. Even if you go out in state game lands, you get in those CRP fields. The deer will bed down in there, and you know during the day chew their cud and everything. And you can actually bump some deer and actually get see some sign of what they're doing. I was walking the mountains uh, last Sunday, this past Sunday, and I think we did four miles. Me and my girlfriend did four miles. I was looking for ginseng is what I was doing, and we jumped three fawns. The first one we jumped was a big fawn, starting to lose its spots. The last one we jumped was just a tiny little thing. Late one. Late one. Yeah, late one. I mean, full spots. I mean, nice color. And but when they jump up at five feet from you, that'll make you poop your pants almost. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely a good time. If you listen, uh, as far as planning goes, I know a lot of guys. <coughs> excuse me. I know a lot of guys. Uh, you know, think the planting season's over. Well, it's technically it's not because we have a late planting no, season to come into. We're just getting ready. You get into. Uh, 
August, August, September is a good time to plant too. Depending uh, on late, late July is when we like to get our uh, our turnips and brassicas and radishes in. Yeah, late July. They say August, but they seem to do better for us if we put them in in the end of July, the last week of July. You think some of that has to do with the uh, pH of the soil? The, the soil uh, our pH, uh, we tested everything. Our pH is actually like 0. 0.4 higher than what we're actually putting in, so it's phenomenal. Oh, wow. It's nice. We need, uh, I think, a 6.4, and we're at, uh, we're at a 6.8. Yeah, six point eight, almost at seven. Nice. And some of our fields are seven point two, and I mean, it's just you're hanging right around that that neutral. That's zone. where you need to be to make stuff grow. Definitely. I I know that you know if, if if guys that are talking about you know I have I have early season plots, I have late season plots. Um, now's the time. I mean, all year long's good, but you can actually you put those rape brassicas, you put those sugar beets in. Uh, what happens is the deer aren't going to touch them as they're growing. They wait till no, the first killing the first, frost. The frost, and then they just it turns to sugar. They mow it off, and the deer will come in. They'll crush it. I mean, late season plots are the way to go. We have especially a, for hunters in PA. Yeah, we have a three acre field that we planted in uh, clover four years ago, and well, it's time to put something new in there. So we're going to spray that whole three acre field, wipe it dead, till it and disc it, and then um, not till it, plow it and disc it. And we're putting uh, winter greens in, and it's pretty much turnips, radishes, sugar beets. Now, in that in that four years, to keep that plot consistently thick, did you frost seed? We did not. Did not. We mainly uh, we overseeded once and we limed it once. We fertilized it every other year, right? According to the soil samples, and mainly just spraying. Clever field with slaying a rest is what we used, and right. it it does a phenomenal job. You spray it, and the clover just spreads. I mean, I, fr I you, frost seed every year, and it's basically it's an overseeding is what you're doing just to keep yeah, the plot yeah, thick yeah. Um, from the decimation of it. But when you get into, uh, you know, putting new ones in, the one thing, that, and what I've seen is, especially with sugar beets, if you plant sugar beets, the first you plant them, you'll get beets. The second year, even if you till, you'll get the yellow flowers on yes, certain varieties. Yes, yeah. And then the, the third year following, you'll get more beets again. Yeah. They, uh, we, we have a couple of fields that did that. I and, seen the yellow flowers, and I thought, well, what's all this weed growing down here? And I started looking around, and, well, that was growing off the, that's growing off the beets, I thought. And the turnips, I thought, holy heck. But, yeah, it regenerates. You won't get the same crop you got from the initial planting. But you will actually get some regeneration of the beets again every other year. Um, and, and, and I think, if I'm not mistaken, um, I'd have to do a little research. If I'm not mistaken, it's it's certain varieties. Not every variety does that. It's a, you know, overall, a bunch of them do, but there's some that you, you'll put in that won't regenerate from year to year or for, you know, skip a year in between. And it's good. I mean, it's good. Like you, you planted clover. You had it four years. We had it four years. We're going to put plant something different. You'll actually. And then we're going to go back to clover in the spring. And, and what will happen is you'll actually replenish some of the nutrients that back into the soil, the, the clover back out for the following year. Yep. Kind of like farmers, they'll, they'll alternate every year. They'll go corn, soybean, corn, soybean. Because what happens is if you plant corn for so many years and you plant soybean for so many years, and soybean's not as bad as corn from what I understand. But what happens is is you actually rob the ground of nutrients, and unless you're putting mineral Putting something out, else back in, I mean, you have to have the nutrients. It, you yeah. won't get the same kind of crop. We did do a field this year. It was a oh, it was a hoot when we did it. It was uh, I wanted to plant a lower field. We had in uh, field corn. Well, I couldn't locate a corn planter, so we did a half an acre by hand. That must have been a fun time. I dug the rows, a half an acre, foot apart rows. Took two days. <laughs> two people dropping seed. 
<laughs> ten inches apart. <laughs> and then we covered it all back up with rakes every row. We, must, we must love our deer. That's all I'm going to say. Cause, wow. That is a lot of work. Anybody out Unless there. Unless you have uh, a drill. I mean, if you have a drill. If anybody out there has like a two-row corn planter they want to sell, it might not even have to work. I can restore it. Get a hold of me. <laughs> I need a corn planter for next year. The way to do it is like the one property that I lease, um, there's a farmer that actually leases the ground. So what's what's really nice about that is he alternates every year. He goes between corn and he goes between corn and soybean. So what's nice is what'll happen. I don't actually have to worry about any of the planning for the field field wise, which actually kind of benefits me in my favor. What he did the past last year, he actually alternated uh, hundred yard wide swaths. He had corn, soybean, corn, soybean. Then he flipped them. So I was out this year, and actually he has he reversed them. So what was corn last year is now soybean. It's kind of nice, you, you know. You get you get the multiple, but what you find is sometimes when you get into those those areas, like I hunt in Ohio, you start getting like big corn and soybean fields. The deer don't use the woods as much as you think. So a lot of times, what they'll do is they'll lay in that corn till it starts to get cut. Yeah, and feed then on the soybean and go back in. So you're set up. You know, in the woods, you see these really, you know, heavy, heavy trampled trails or whatever. You know, you find a really good saddle or... They use them at night. It, and, and that's After what it dark. is. <laughs> and you're sitting there and you're kind of like... So, I invested in one of those uh, tripod stands. Yes, I yeah, I've seen stands. them. I've never, and, uh, never used one. I, I've yet to kill anything out of it, but it's pretty cool to set up in. I think that would be good for out there. I don't know. I don't know if I would want one of them for Pennsylvania. Depends where you hunt. I, I mean, I guess honestly, so. That's it, true. There's a lot of people that hunt flatland farm ground and stuff and you hunt everything land. i hunt's goddamn steep well <laughs> you start getting and, and mountain deer are different than lowland deer dude mountain deer are different than farm deer they, they definitely are so we got farm but our farm's a ridge and everything's a bank right. <laughs> you know they're mountain deer up where you hunting uh, we got the mountain. we have the mountain behind us and we have the low line land but it's not it's still steep well it's now since you, since you're into logging what do you think of autumn olive autumn olive's awesome it Green. sucks to work in. Oh, I hate working in it. Oh, it does because it pricks the hell out of your hands, and I mean guaranteed. you're sore for days. And but it's we have acres of it back at our Great bedding uh, areas at, our, at the farm we have, and oh, it's it's thick as it's thick. I mean, just and this year the autumn olives are loaded. If you can, I mean loaded. If you cannot clear cut on your property, I would suggest if you're allowed to to plant autumn olive. Oh, and no, no good. All you got to do is get a handful of berries and throw them out and. And, and, and listen, you you have almost an instant. I'll say almost instant clear cut. Oh, it, it grows in quick. Within two years, two to three years, it'll be head high. You give it ten years. I mean, for people, that shrubs are bigger than cars on their property. I would I would definitely recommend that. It, you got to think though; it will overtake. It will. It I will. Mean, but if you put a little bit of work in, you can actually control it. I you mean, can. You can. It takes a lot of work. I'll say it's like you planting corn, you know, by hand. It's yeah, that a, was it, terrible. It's some elbow <laughs> grease, but autumn olive is an awesome thing. Uh, honeysuckle. I don't know if you have any honeysuckle. Uh, we have a, a little, very little. That 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 is a that is a crazy attractant for whitetail deer. I know they like my sunflowers. They love sunflowers. Yeah, well, yeah. It's, You're it's saying they, you were telling me earlier they're just I crushing mean, them. Yeah. I didn't know deer could eat that many sunflowers at one time. So I'm just wondering now if I'm sitting in my stand instead of chewing, if I just chew some sunflower seeds and spit them out. You know what I mean? I'm I don't think the, I, am I, draw See, I don't think the leaves taste like the seeds. <laughs> it's baseball season. I'm addicted to sunflower seeds. My kid's team has me addicted to sunflower seeds. Sunflower seeds. Very good. Another, I drive, another, I drive around a skitter all day another. with a 
Big of a plug on them in my mouth. Sunflower <laughs> seeds. Another, another plug for a river fisherman. Always have your sunflower seeds. Always load up on sunflower seeds. That's great for when you're fishing on the river. Another reason why. That's a real man. That's real man fishing. Real man fishing. Sunflower Definitely seeds. real man fishing. River fishing. Real man fishing. River See, fishing. if you go to the lake on a boat, you can't drink. I mean, soda pop. You can't have any soda pops on the lake. If you're driving. What are you talking about? On the river? You're supposed to drink soda <laughs> pop and drive at the same time. Listen. I know. Listen. When I crack my soda pop open, because listen, tor- I've, I've learned something about tournament Can't bass be fishing. The driver. I learned something about bass fishing. You got to crack one to catch the first one. I'm just saying, it happens. You know what? It's legal as long as you're not driving. So, you know. Who's driving your cameraman? I don't have a camera. You were supposed to go out with me. I am going to go out with you. You're one supposed point. to go out with me. Well, point. I got two tournaments this weekend, so you're more than welcome to go to one of them. I can't. I'm busy. I'll oh, see. See? I called him out. Any rate. Busiest non-busy man. So, uh, that was Don't laugh, great, Mike. You didn't a, listen to the last episode. Awesome information <laughs> on the uh, food plots and uh, soybean information and different stuff you can plant late season and early season and uh, what your peach level should be. It was uh, That was awesome. Um, I hit a bear the other day. <laughs> on another note. You hit a bear? I hit a bear. With your fist? my truck what's your, your truck fist. how's the truck truck uh caught mostly steel bumper it's a ford so oh, that's took it why. tough yep and i dented the bumper in about we're tough pushed the bumper in about took two inches tough. um see so. i drive a chevy i couldn't afford a good truck i'd like to buy a ford but they're expensive <laughs> they're for the rich man <laughs> well anyway bent the bumper in uh about two inches just pushed it in a little bit uh hit it with both tires in my truck uh, about a 200 pound bear Hit both tires of my truck, driver's side, front and rear. Uh, went underneath a trailer that I had going on, about an 8,000-pound trailer. Hit it with both those tires. Um, cruised off. Uh, I, I slowed down. I looked in the rear view mirror, or the side mirror. Uh, he's picking his head up off the ground. I'm like, you'll be kidding me. I didn't kill this thing. He curls off into the woods. Uh front legs only uh back hinds just dead to the the ground um drug himself off Uh, of course i didn't have a gun with me unfortunately uh i was dumb that day and left mine at my house um cops showed up uh long story short we went looking for this thing could not find it we saw his drag mark saw where he's dragging himself um and then it's like he vanished um they are they are a very very tough animal um He's dead now. He's got to be dead. I, I mean, he's he's got to be yeah, dead. I crushed him. Like that. Yeah, he, um, he died. But uh, he he had enough life in him to get far enough away from three of us that were circling looking for him. Uh, I got to I got to interrupt you. I got to interrupt Good. you. We got to talk about this cop. I won't say what department he's from, <laughs> but this, you told me yeah, telling me this. I was story. trying to leave that out. No, no, no. Dude, we're not leaving this out. All right. <laughs> he, 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 you know, and I support our law law enforcement officers. Um, lur, yeah, lur enforcement. Our law enforcement officers. Um, you know what? You guys are out there every day trying to do it, do what you do to you know protect and serve. But uh, if you're a police officer and you have, you're carrying a forty caliber handgun, most and of them do now. Yeah, you don't, and, and you tell somebody. Um, that a 40 caliber is not large enough to harvest a bear. Um, maybe you should go get a job at like McDonald's. A dude. wounded bear. A wounded bear. Maybe you should go get a job at McDonald's. I'm just saying. 
I wouldn't go that far. I would go that far. This dude. Seriously? Just, he's not a hunter. Dude, it's Apparently. a forty caliber. People kill bears with bows all the time. I, I'm, I'm, the cop told <laughs> exactly. The uh, police officer told me that the his forty caliber wouldn't match up to the bear <clears> we were searching for. Um, that he couldn't put it down with it. Um, as much as I wanted to argue with him to the fullest, uh, I told him that it could. He said it couldn't, and I left it at that. Um, there's no sense in arguing with a police officer, especially in the <laughs> stage that I was in where I had to get to. I was working, of course, um, with a 8,000-pound trailer of equipment that I needed to deliver, and uh, and we were looking for this bear. with How much did this bear weigh, you think? A few of my employees. What was your estimate uh, on the bear? Estimate on the bear, um, anywhere from 200 to 250 all right so i weigh 220 so i'd have a good chance that this cop wouldn't shoot me is what you're saying <laughs> pretty much <laughs> i mean look if you're like nope, two, if you're 250 penetrate. plus you need to go to this area you can commit any crime you want this dude will not shoot you because his 40 caliber is not gonna is not gonna stop yeah. you yeah uh um, there's a big difference between a 220 pound man the thing and is he had a uh, he had a shotgun and a, <coughs> and a rifle in his truck or in his, in his vehicle he didn't he didn't even think about. It. I saw them when I was walking by, and I was like, "Oh, he's got equipment. We can do this." Happy? I'm not sure, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, anyways, you wanted a bear. Let's not make fun of you. Wanted a, you wanted they're a bear. Their, they're doing their best. The out police there. officer. The police officer didn't want to shoot it. I think he just didn't want to shoot it. Yeah. He didn't want to waste ammunition. Um, but if I had my nine millimeter, I might chase. I, th- I would have ran after that thing, chased him down, and put him in, put a hole in his head. So, um, where was the cable uh, at? But that's another thing too. Like I'm not sure if well, you were, like if I would if I would have done that, uh, seeing that the game commission was already called and they were on their way. Um, if I would have uh, uh, put down this wounded bear, um, I'm not sure what the penalties would have been from that. And I guarantee you, I'd have got some sort of penalty from the game commission. You definitely would have got fined. Oh, yeah, putting that can. bear down. Yeah. Most definitely. Humanely. <laughs> Humanely. Yeah. Just trying to do the right thing. You would have definitely. So I'm kind of glad that I didn't have my gun because I would have done it anyway. Hell, any real Um, man. If it it really broke his back, any real man would have gone and just choked it out. Come on, man. But uh, it was was a tough call to make, and I felt bad leaving it out there. Uh, We never did find it. They said they were sending sending the game commission down to search for it since it was kind of a residential area. I hope they did. I hope they did put it down, but – you never know, and uh, all I can say is, uh, wild animals—they're resilient. They're, the adrenaline in them is crazy, and um, it, it's it's unbelievable what they can take. What I want to know is, are you okay? I'm perfect emotionally. I'm perfect. You good? I'm perfect. You're good. All right. Perfect. Brad's going to do some shark fishing here shortly. Let's talk yeah, about that. Some shark fishing. We are almost out of time, but we will talk about that briefly. Yeah. Brad shows no remorse for wounded animals. Heartless. You guys are lying through your <laughs> teeth. Um, uh, anyway, yes, I will be shark fishing. We did touch base in this last episode. If you would have um, listened, if you would it's have really listened, bad to it. I didn't listen to the episode yet, so I do apologize. Um, but uh, we did uh, touch base on my shark fishing uh, adventures, and uh, they will be here uh, the 28th, I believe. I'm leaving, or no, I'm sorry, 26th. I'm leaving. And, Where are you uh, fishing at? Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. I just saw a uh, five-foot black tip was caught in Wildwood, New Jersey. From I believe beach. that. I believe that. We're beach. We are. What was her name? We've deep, exceeded deep water there. We've, we've exceeded, exceeded our, our 
time limit. Well, happy birthday. Roy, Roy wanted to say something. Before, we're before gonna we, Brother we're Roy, gonna Brother Roy, Roy time. We're going we're gonna to say Brother Roy, happy birthday. All right. Uh, Go ahead. Hey, hey. Uh, I just want to thank uh, Peter Rep Brad, Peter Rep Mike, Peter Rep Rome for having me here on my birthday. And yeah. Here, here. If I got one question for anybody out there, I am looking for root buyers in Pennsylvania, Central Pennsylvania, that buy black cohash, blue cohash, wild ginger, bloodroot, trillium, and ginseng, of course, that's paying the best price for it. Anybody out there, give me a shout. Repeat those roots again. Uh, blue cohash, black cohash, bloodroot, wild ginger. Oh, I'm missing. What am I missing? <laughs> ginseng. <laughs> Can't forget the ginseng. But You're missing one other one. I'm looking for... Uh, uh, it doesn't matter. Root buyers. Yeah. If you want root roots. Buyers. Root buyers. If you are a root buyer. Root large buyers quantities. Unite. Large quantities. Uh, and it's hard to find anyone in the state of Pennsylvania that buys all these other roots. I know down south they buy a lot of root down there. But it's hard to find anybody uh, up here that buys it. And it grows right. everywhere up here. Root buyers. Hit us you up. heard it straight from Brother Roy. If you guys need any of those roots. One, one tiny last little thing before we go. On the 19th of July we will be. No? Why are you shaking your head? On the 19th of July, we will be at Field and Stream in Altoona, Pennsylvania, doing the Paint It Red event, archery-based. Come check us out. Um, it'll be a good time. Some really cool giveaways. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Scared Fishers. Hunga Munga. Hunga-Munga.com. Hunga-Munga.com. Our, our new broadhead. And um, uh, thanks, as always, DGS Studios. Uh, Argon Cafe. Argon Cafe. <coughs> if you're thirsty, the Argon Cafe. Or hungry. Um, so you heard it straight from Brother Roy. If you want to, uh, if you want to buy any roots uh, from Brother Roy, uh, you can email us and we'll get that to him. Uh, you can get on uh, parutreport.com for any of your merchandise. Uh, you can also uh, check out us for anything we talked about on our podcast. Send us an email. Let us know what you need. Uh, we'll help you out with that. Uh, any topics you want to us, us to discuss. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll do that as well. So uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, check out our other episodes. We have ten as of now. Ten. Here we go, baby. Uh, ten. All right. You guys have a good night. Thanks for everybody for tuning in. We appreciate you all. Hashtag shoot the peacock. Peacock. <laughs> <laughs>